my very Mexican family be around the dinner table and just come out and just blurt out all, mommy, papi, guess what? Uh, I eat pussy, pass the salt. Let's be honest, there's nothing like that on a woman. The hair was so thick, it was like he had Velcro. I need to lose 10 pounds. Probably wouldn't even know what that was, pussy. Pues I made tacos. Tú estás loca, tú quieres pussy, go get takeout. No matter how young a man is, balls look old. Like, he took his shirt off and he went <laughs> 10 pounds, that's like me taking a good shit. You know what I mean? And people would come in and sit at this place and to eat salmon, you know? And we would come out and we would perform for him our corny shit. And then this little man would come in, like, always like in the middle of our act. We never knew when he was gonna come in, but he would stand in the back and he would go, bus is here. <laughs> and everybody would just get up and walk out. Because I do an adult act, they'd advertise me as XXX. So about three quarters of the way into my act, this guy looks up at me and goes, are you ever taking your clothes off? <laughs> I swear, the guy thought I was a stripper. I'm like, dude, look at me. If I spin around a pole, I'll strike oil. You're sort of the person that can fly under the radar and say the things in society that other people just can't get away with. I think if you're funny, you're funny. Funny, I think like if I you, said. I mean. Yeah, but it's harder. I still think it's harder for women in this business. Hey, I'll be like, hey, so you got this show going on, whatever. Oh, we already have a female comic. Like, mm -hmm. you can only have one. One. Yeah, you, you can have eight guys and one girl and the show's done. Some people think that it's real. Like, I've had guys come up to me at the end. I had some guy whip his dick out at me one time, you know? And there's this guy standing there with his thing out, you know? Didn't look too bad, but it wasn't the best. <laughs> Hear this, hear this. I okay. remember when I auditioned for a comic strip. He said, you have to move away from talking about being a Latina. You have to move away from talking about your ethnicity. But then I would go to the shows. Everybody was talking about their ethnicity. But it's hard. I think it's hard when you're a woman, and especially now that I'm a Latin woman, it's like, oh, you're a Latino. You know, I, I never thought of that. I just thought of myself as a comic. <laughs> I don't know what a diva is. When I think diva, I think overweight woman with a booming voice and a lot of gay men. Oh, crap. <laughs> Maybe I am a diva.
Latino Latin Kings of Comedy and your host for the Latin Divas of Comedy, Alex Remundo. Buenas noches, you are fantastic, and welcome to the Latin Divas of Comedy. An incredible evening tonight. You know what tonight is? Tonight is a night where we celebrate women. Right? What a beautiful thing to do. Women have navigated everything I've ever done in my life. From the first one that we ever saw, our God, our God bless our mothers. Let's celebrate motherhood, why not, right? ¿Verdad, señoras? Because being a mother, that's the toughest job in the world, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Easiest job to get, though, is it not? Yeah. I mean, really, what do you do? Thank you, right? That's it. No application, just fill in, am I right? God bless your mother. God bless your sisters, right? Look at all the guys. Every man in here, their sisters are the reason they gave or took an ass whooping, right? Ask any Latino man, any Latino man, anybody calls your sister a fucking bitch, you defended her honor, did you not? You got your ass kicked, but you defended her honor. You go back to the house, oh, fuck. she's like, thanks for defending my honor. You're like, whatever, you stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> God bless your grandmother. How many grandmas here tonight? Wow. Look at this, these girls look like they're 28 and they're grandmas. You know what, my grandmother, she came to this country. When I came to this country, I was two years old. So I learned two languages at the same time. She had to learn a new one. And I remember the first time I ever heard her cuss in, in English. It's because of the shit we were doing. You know, she looked over, she said, no, 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 no le digas stupid motherfucker a tu hermano, no le digas así. <laughs> we were laughing so hard, we we're a smart ass. I had three brothers. I was like, which one, grandma? She goes, ese stupid motherfucker allí, no le digas así. Tonight we celebrate you with four incredibly beautiful and hilarious Latina women. These four women have persevered, they've come across, you know what? They are at the top of their game and that's why from this Latin king, I bring you these four Latin divas. New York. Please make welcome Miss Sarah Contreras. My father was real funny. But we grew up, there were six of us. We were six in the house, two were deaf. I remember laughing a lot when I was a kid. You have to remember when I grew up, I grew up in Brooklyn. It was Puerto Rican and black, and that was all I knew. I didn't really know Dominicans. Forget Mexican. Oh my God, the Mexicans were like on TV. That was it. We didn't know any Mexicans. There were no Mexicans. I remember when New York was just Puerto Rican. God, I miss those days. All these foreigners. <laughs> my son was a C-section who was born on Friday the 13th, and you know what? He has lived up to that. Wow. Oh yeah. Great kid, but just like a piece of gum stuck on the bottom of my foot. I can't get rid of this kid. My son is 23, he got married. So uh, yeah, now his wife is living with me. Okay. <laughs> if I do something that he doesn't like, he really lets me know. My daughter could care less. My, my, my daughter's like, Asia, I'm gonna talk about how you're gonna do porn to pay for college. And she thinks it's hysterical. She doesn't, you know, she knows it's a joke. She's not as hot tempered as my son is. Well, Borinquen is the Taino name for Puerto Rico. So that's where Boricua comes from. 
So yeah, that's what being Puerto Rican is. And right now, do you go back? I live with my people right now, the Jews. That's who I live with. Okay, <laughs> I live in a predominantly religious. Because let me tell you something, honey. My property value is to die for. People want a <laughs> bodega. I want a synagogue right on that corner. I know how to buy. Um, <laughs> I know how to buy. I'm not playing. And you know what I am? This is an insider joke. I'm the Shabbos going. So they'll know. I'm the one that turns on all the lights and everything because they can't do it on the Sabbath. They all like me really? for that. Yeah, I, I work. I give out cards at Temple. I do microwaves, dishwashers. I have Israel on speed dial. That's right. I don't play. <laughs> I'm not living with Puerto Ricans anymore. Love you guys. Love you too. But the radio goes off at 10. Okay? Is that so hard to no, understand? Not at all. The radio has to go off at a decent time. And now with this reggaeton, oh, it's just so monotonous. She's sexy, she's funny, she's intelligent. That's me. And she's a Latin diva. Please welcome to the stage, Sarah Contreras. Here I come. I'm happy to be here. I just flew in from New York. That's right. That's right. A very tough place to be if you're a single mom. Sometimes you go down to the bodega, all you got is $5 in your pocket. You got decisions to make. Breakfast milk or Manupo lights? <laughs> calcium nicotine, calcium nicotine. Damn, I gotta choose. <laughs> and in the mornings look like this. I know the Cocoa Puffs are dry, puppy. <laughs> they have to be different. Put some OJ in that and stop being such a pain in the ass, all right? Oh, you want calcium? Mira, suck on this Tums. You're pissing me off, all right? <laughs> I have a 19-year-old son still living at home with me, and I cannot get that tonto to run away. <laughs> I've tried everything. I put asbestos in his room. <laughs> Lead-based paint. I punched holes in his condom. I don't care. Knock someone up. Get a life. Get out! <laughs> get the fuck out! <laughs> is overrated. I'm telling you, I am tired of sacrificing. You know what I'm talking about? I buy him designer underwear. Meanwhile, my bra is so dilapidated, <laughs> I don't have a hook at the end. I got a fork. <laughs> I want to take my bra off. All I got to do is go, mm. <laughs> Pop. pops right off. <laughs> he gets the Calvin Klein, I get the pliers to bend that sucker back. <laughs> So I go wear that bra another eight years. <laughs> I hate that kid. And I don't understand anything he says. The lingo nowadays. About two years ago, he walks in, your mom, what's really good? Your mom, what's really good? I didn't know that, man. How you doing? <laughs> I didn't know. So he walks in, your mom, what's really good? I'm like, are you moving out? That would be really good, papi. <laughs> that would, in fact, be excellent. But you know what's really cool about, what's really cool about having a 19-year-old or his little 20, 21, 22-year-old friends? <laughs> his friends are in love with me. Yo, they be coming up to me. Yo, yo, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, I'm saying, why don't you, uh, you know, why don't you, uh, you know, why, I'm like, why don't you stay still? I'm busy.
little 22-year-old knuckleheads, yo, mama, rock your womb. I'm like, papa, esto mucho jamón pa' dos huevitos. My 16-year-old daughter, she has plans. She wants to go to a fancy college. So I tell her, mama, I'm a single mom. You're gonna have to help out with the expenses. She goes, all right, mommy, I'll take out a student loan. I'm like, no, mama, you're gonna do porn. You're pretty. <laughs> Tú eres linda. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Actually, she's gonna turn tricks first. That's... I already called the Bunny Ranch. We're moving to Las Vegas. It's... You know, I'm saving her a lot of aggravation, because I figure if she's gonna be used by anybody, let it be me. <laughs> she didn't work for Beyonce and Lindsay Lohan's mom. Shit, fuck that. <laughs> I just don't want my daughter. See, this is the thing. I don't want my daughter to become a statistic, because too many Latin girls, young women, man, they just spitting babies out. Ba -ba! Ba -ba! Oh, I don't know you. I just met you. Ba Have a baby. Oh, you unemployed? You got three? Bah! Here's one more. Why are we doing this? Stop! You know, and it's all like, dame my gasolina. Stupidity. Dame my gasolina. We should change the song to, Sierra esa factoria. Shut that factory down. Think about the future. Life is hard, man, and life is fast. I'm finding this. Everything is fast. I'm always in such a hurry that I find that my bra has become a storage compartment for items other than my breasts. <laughs> Everything is going in my bra because it's fast. Keys, cell phone, pens, notes, pets, food, blow dryer, power tools. Everything is just going in my bra. So about two months ago, I go for a physical, and the doctor says to me, Ms. Contreras, it's time for your breast exam. You gotta take your bra off. So naturally, I went, because <gasps> I had the fucked up bra I told you about before. <laughs> and the doctor's mesmerized. He's looking at my chest. I'm like, I know they're still beautiful, thank you. <laughs> You're very kind. <laughs> He's like, actually, Ms. Contreras, sir, you have 50 cents stuck on the side of your tip. <laughs> and I looked and I had two quarters and a book of stamps right underneath here. This is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> this is beautiful, man. I can't believe I'm in California. I hate flying. I flew when those restrictions on uh, gels and liquids first went into effect, and they took my mascara. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a Maybelline. They took a $28 Lancome mascara that I have bought for the trip. And that little Homeland Security chick, ooh, she was real happy. She was like, ooh, this is nice. You can't take it. <laughs> but you know, I'm Puerto Rican. You know how we do. I was like, no, 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 no. You're gonna keep the case. The mascara is mine. I spent the next 20 minutes putting on as much mascara. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. 
put so much mascara on that I couldn't open my eyes, right? <laughs> so they had to help me to my seat, right? They thought I was blind. <laughs> I heard this lady on the plane go, that's the worst case of glaucoma I've ever seen. <laughs> Her eyes are midnight black. <laughs> Stupid, man. So yeah, single women? Yes. I am single, I've been single for a long time. And single when you're dating, that dating scene is like a delicate balance. When you go on that first date, because you gotta come off like a good girl. You know, like you haven't slept around and you got good morals and stuff like that, right? But you gotta exude just the right amount of skank so he'll call you back. <laughs> right? Well, like I see. That's right, right, yeah, yeah. Nasty ass. But I do have issues. I love my men, but I do have issues with men. And lately, one of them is hair. Some of them have too little, some of them have too much. <laughs> I dated this guy, right? He had a toupee, but we never talked about it. He never brought it up. It was like, it wasn't there. <laughs> you know, like when someone's trying to hide a cold sore and shit, you know, like you don't want to look at it, but you know it's there. So I decided that I was going to say something about it. But what happened was, I had a couple of drinks. <laughs> that got real stupid. I was like, Papa, I got something on my mind. <laughs> it's a really hairy subject. <laughs> and I don't want to sweep it under the rug. <laughs> He never called me after that. <laughs> and then this other guy, oh my God, I was dating him for a couple of weeks, right? So then what happened was, I finally put my arms around him. Ew. <laughs> it was so thick <laughs> under his shirt. This, I thought he had a brace on. <laughs> I was like, Bendito, he got scoliosis. <laughs> and then I realized, ew. The hair was so thick, it was like he had Velcro. <laughs> he took his shirt off and he went <laughs> I mean, it was like having your own bulletproof vest. Cause that shit will stop a bullet. I could see him walking down the block. Oh shit, I got hit. No, I didn't, it's right here. It was so bad, I said, you know what, let's wax it, right? Check it out. So I put the wax on the strip. I put the strip on his hair and I pulled, but the shit was so thick, it pulled the wax off the strip. <laughs> it's hopeless. And people tell me I'm too demanding when I date. And maybe I am because I really insist on a man that reads. I don't know why that's important to me. Guys, the caps of the Snapple bottles, those are not encyclopedias. <laughs> I go out on a day recently and I tell this guy, um, are you aware that the United States did not sign the Kyoto Protocol and that we are lagging in the battle against global warming? And he's like, 
No, but did you know that kangaroos can't walk backwards? <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm old, but God damn it, it's different, man. It's different when you're doing the whole dating scene, the club scene, when you're in your 20s, and when you're in your late 20s. Because <laughs> I remember back in the day, man, you know, the boundless energy that exists when you're that age. It's, it's amazing. I remember back in the day, I get to the club at 9.30. 9.30, and at 5.30 in the morning, after eight hours of dancing and partying and running around, I'd be like, I know, I'm not even sweating. <laughs> Where do you want to go now? Okay. Shit, nowadays, I need two weeks notice. <laughs> I need two weeks to go to the gym, work out, take my echinacea, take my protein shake, my vitamins, get my EKG checked, check my blood pressure, have a physical. See if there's a fibrillator in the club. See where the closest emergency room is. See how long it takes the paramedics to reach the club. <laughs> I can't do this anymore, I'm telling you. I get to the club now at 9.30. No, I'm sorry, 12.30, because God forbid anybody gets there before 12.30. An hour later, 1.30. Ooh, I'm hurting. <sighs> Then I what's that sound? Ooh, that's you, bitch. Stop that shit already. Can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Man, it's hot as hell in here. Oh my god. My underarms are getting stained. Look at this shit. Oh my god. Cha cha, my sciatica is killing me. I'm getting a cramp. I'm getting a cramp, man. That's really bad. <laughs> This girdle don't let me breathe. I'm dying over here. Oh, that apple martini aggravated my esophageal reflux. I'm gonna take some Nexium. By the way, did you bring your nebulizer? I don't have asthma, but I can't breathe. Thank you, Bobby. I appreciate that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm tired telling that joke. Wow. And let me tell you something. I rag on men, but I love my Latin men. I do. I love men. And I realize they're very important to me. I do. I realize men are important to me. And you know where I realize it the most? When I go to the gym. Because when I go to the gym, it's no big deal. You know, I squat, I extend, I march in place. It's no big deal. But the minute that I see two guys checking me out, <laughs> woo, I turn into a Nike commercial. What? I'm like, they looking at me because I look good. I left my makeup on. And then I look in the mirror. Mascara's running, eyelashes on my earlobes, hair looking like all sharpened before the perm. I'm like, oh my God, they're not looking at me because I look athletic. They're wondering, how did that crackhead afford this membership?
making money. I'm making money. Give it up one more time, Sarah Contreras. From Miami, Florida, Miss Monique Marves. Yeah, because I was a homely kid. I, and, and I used to do, the, my first three minutes was about that, how my mom, I overheard my mom once saying, my, my Aunt Iris told my mother that this little boy, Sergio Vasquez, liked me. And, um, and my mom said, well, you know, she's a very smart and personable child, you know. Thank God, because she's not the cutest. And I said, the way she said that was like when a flight attendant says, thank God they're foaming the runway, you know? <laughs> I think because my dad was manic depressive, and I used to cheer him up, and it was such a rush to see this depressed guy on Thorazine, and then you tell a handful of jokes, and boom, you know? I was like, that's power, my friend. I was in bed with a fever. So I'm reading the Miami Herald, and there's a picture of Sam Kinison coming out of the Miami arena, right? Sam, with two blondes, one on each arm, like, go, pow, 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 the hair, you know? And I'm looking at it, and I'm divorced, and I'm broke, and I'm waiting to take, I'm like, if that fat bastard is getting rich and laid, I'm gonna try this. And that's exactly what I called. Married three times. Can you believe it? Oh my God. You know how it goes. I'm Hispanic and Catholic, so I married the first man I ever saw naked. You know the rule, you broke it, you bought it. But uh, he wasn't the, the sharpest guy in the world. I mean, if this guy fell down, he'd start eating grass. Yeah, and the second husband, when you, when you look at somebody and all you can think of is, damn, he's breathing. You know, you gotta go. They always give you that, did you go to counseling? Like there's a diploma anywhere in the world that's gonna talk you back from pillow on the face. So I'm working on this book, Alex. When my dad left when I was nine, I wanted more than anything to scream, don't go, daddy, don't leave me alone. However, screaming was a very close second. <laughs> what I actually did was say, I understand, and you know, go ahead and go, you'll be happier. These are all your journals? All my journals, all of them, going back to like, and actually I have them since junior high. Look how obsessive I am. Like, like this one, got period. When you're a woman, that's a good thing. That's a good thing, man. So here it is, May 31st, 1990. It's my first set on stage. The headliner was Mike Chiselka. The opener was Special K McRae. Remember him? Absolutely. I ain't telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah, he was a pretty funny guy, yeah. Inspired by the success of Sam Kennison on May 31st, 1990. Wow. Please welcome to the stage, Miss Monique Marvez. Crowd! Wow! You guys, wow! It's it's a Saturday night. It's kind of late, and it's date night. And you see all the couples out there having fun. Yeah! Woo! I uh, I'm in a fabulous mood. I am not on a date. I am. My husband's here, and I am so happy. We just leave the house to let the swelling go down. I uh, I am so yeah yeah yeah. You go, oh, you're so lucky you have a good marriage. Oh, you're so, my friends tell me, you're so lucky, you're so lucky. There, luck has nothing to do with it. This is my third husband. I, uh, <laughs> there's no luck involved whatsoever. I, uh, it's not an accident, because when you get to be in your late 30s, you don't date, you interview. You, uh, yeah. It's not a chance, it's not a, no, no, no. When you meet a man you're interested, you don't mess around. You just walk up to the person, you start asking them. You know, you start asking them, are you divorced? Because a man will tell you he's separated. That's a slippery ass word, separated. It could mean by a body of water, a restraining order, an area code. Are you separated? Make sure the man is divorced, okay? Make sure there's paperwork. 
And then you got to keep asking, are you divorced? How long do you have children? How many? What is your relationship to the children? Do they have special needs? Are they ADD, ADHD? Are they wall-eyed? Are they cross-eyed? Do you drink, smoke, do drugs, chew your fingernails? Are you a chronic cross-dressing public masturbator? That's right. And the last guy said, define chronic. I said, you're in, baby. Because if they're honest enough to say it, you know what I'm saying? Because you got to know what you value in life. And I value honesty above all other things. In, in Monique land, there's no good news or bad news. There's just the news. Tell me the truth and let me decide. You're a cross-dresser? Fine. I'll hide the good shit so you don't stretch it. Let's go. We're not getting any younger. Yeah, that's important. What's your name, pretty lady? Samantha, you appreciate honesty? Hell yeah. Absolutely, because life is short, man. Because women, we want a relationship, and you have to admit that. You have to admit that to yourself when you meet a man. That's why when we go out, we're so serious, because we go out with that intention. When a woman goes out, we get all dressed up. Like, if you're out with a lady tonight, she's with you tonight, she wants you. Because women are practical. We do not waste time. We are pragmatic. If a woman is with you tonight on a Saturday night, dressed up in a place where they got adult beverages in the lobby. <laughs> she wants you. Because every woman has a thing in her head, a list called the bone list. When we meet a man, we size him up for potential partner. Not just sex partner, potential sex partner, but it's partner is the important part of that phrase. And then we put you on the bone list. See, when men walk through the world, men walk through the world looking at women just like this. It's a, like this. Doable, not doable. Doable, not doable. Doable, not doable. Doable, not doable. I don't want to do her, but I want to see her naked. Doable, not doable. You know the shame? Women walk through the world looking at women too, which is kind of sad. Women walk through the world. Am I prettier than her? Am I prettier than her? She's prettier than me, but she's probably stupid. I'm way prettier than her. That's, see, that's wrong. But guys, if you're out, are you on a date, sir, with this pretty girl? You're married. A lot of people in San Bernardino marry young. You're very young. Have your balls dropped completely? I mean, you look young. I mean, you're very young. I don't want to, what's your name, sweetheart? Juan. You're, that's, that's, I would say that's your age, but you have to be at least 20 Juan to get in, so. You're so young, Juan. You're adorable. Hi, wife of Juan. You're precious. Are you guys married for how long? One year, yes. <laughs> of course, of course you are. Oh, I'm gonna totally help you, so this will be your last one, okay? <laughs> I want people to be happy. Because sometimes when I say things that are truthful, the women look at me like, whose side are you on? I'm on the side of let's tell the truth, stay happy, and never get divorced. Because I lost an armoire and a dog, and I'm still pissed. <laughs> so let's, you know, you know what, I'm gonna help you out. What's your name, pretty girl? Claudia. Claudia. Okay, Claudia, I'm gonna tell you some things, okay? Would you like to hear them? Yeah. All right, they're hard truths. You can't change a man. Do you love Juan exactly the way he is? I guess. I, you guess. <laughs> okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The comedy part of the show is over. This is now a public service message. <laughs> you better make a decision, Claudia. Because I'm gonna tell you something about a man. If any girl is in this room on a date with a man and you think you can change him, you get that idea right out of your silly little head. You cannot change a man. Pick one you like just the way he is. You like that, sir. You're like, woo! What's your name? Ron. Ron. Ron, you don't want a woman fussing trying to change you. No, is this lady with you? 
I can tell she's mortificada. <laughs> you can't change a man. I'm gonna say it twice because women are stubborn. You can't change a man. Why? Because they're in their simplest form. It's like trying to bend a rock. Thank you. Are you offended? Are you offended, Ron, by me saying you're simple? Are you offended in any way? No, because you want your wife to lower her standards and quit nagging at you and let you be the thing that you are. That's right, the man that you am, because men are simple. Why? Because they have outdoor plumbing. And it pulls on their lower spine and creates pressure on their medulla oblongata, <laughs> making it impossible to hold a complicated and convoluted thought. <laughs> that could be, that could be, that's a theory. But what, for whatever, they're, they're, they're different than we are. Women are complicated. We are. In fact, your relationships will go much better if you just operate under the basic premise that women are crazy and complicated and men are simple and delusional, period. <laughs> If you're crazy and you know it, clap your hand. Viste, did you see that one? See, we're all crazy. Claudia's crazy. She can't help it. We're crazy and complicated because we think constantly. Women think all the time. We wake up at 6 a.m. and flip on the turbines. What am I gonna do today? And then we write a to-do list. And then we run around and we scratch stuff off with a Sharpie and feel so excited. That's what women do. We think all the time. And if you're gonna be happy, you gotta learn to slow it down. See, just slow it down, relax. You get a little older, you relax. Claudia, I'm gonna save you trouble, relax. Relax. You know what Juan wants from you? Three things, Claudia. Claudia, look up. Would you like me to tell you what they are, Claudia? Okay. Do you believe me when I tell you that men are simple and delusional, Claudia? You don't even look at him now. Like there's a part of you that thinks he's gonna grow up. Isn't there, Claudia? Admit it, yes, there is. No. My dad is a 68-year-old obese Latino man with hairy nipples that wears a Speedo, Claudia. Completely delusional, that's not the funny part. He'll point to a 26-year-old girl, 10 pounds overweight, and go, Mija, it's a shame she let herself go like that. I'd be hot for that chick. So don't wait. This is as good as it's gonna get. You have to love him and embrace him, and your marriage is gonna get great, fantastic. You'll make it to your 30th anniversary. If you remember, keep it simple. All he wants is three things from you. Three. Can you hear him? Are you ready? He wants you in a good mood. He, Ron is applauding good mood. He wants you quiet. <laughs> She's hitting him for no reason. I said it and she hit him. And he wants you willing to lick him. <laughs> now I'm gonna break it down because Claudia is shocked and upset with me at this point. The other women are like, duh. So. <laughs> But, but they're duh about the licking, but the first two, haha. Huh, huh. Let me explain. Number one, in a good mood. <laughs> you are so adorable. Juan's like, this is awesome. <laughs> I don't even think I paid for tickets for this bitch. This is awesome. <laughs> this is free. Juan, what, wouldn't it be obvious that people like to be around people in a happy mood? Okay, this is how women get themselves in a bad mood. Did you notice the way I put that, Claudia? 
Do you notice? Take responsibility, put yourself. Women do things for men that the man did not even ask you to do. And then you get all wadded up when they don't celebrate your little accomplishments. Yeah, this is what happens. You think you're doing something awesome. You're doing like the Martha Stewart project in the bathroom. The man's watching the football game, and you spend a whole Saturday with a magazine open on the floor, and you're doing, and, then, and you call the man in after the game's over, and you go, honey, honey, come here, come here, come here, look what I did, come here, come here, ta-da! <laughs> what do you think? That's a trick question to the man. What the man is thinking, but I'm pretty sure I know what the man is not thinking. The man is not thinking, oh my God, honey, the border is so straight. <laughs> and the way that faux paint echoes the color in the finger towels, wow, and the rug pulls the whole thing together. It's amazing, love plum. No, no. The man is probably thinking something along the lines of, which soap can I actually use? And which towel can I dry my balls off with? and not get killed. <laughs> and that's, that's how we get ourselves in a bad mood. Do you understand what I'm, what I'm saying? <laughs> when I say that men like you quiet, I don't mean quiet all the time. I talk for a living. I mean selectively silent, no one to be quiet. Women tend to want to talk all the time. If it's in our head, we want to add our mouth. <laughs> that's how we have sprint plan. Unlimited minutes for $99. <laughs> that's chicks, that's not a dude. This is how dude uses his cell phone. Chuck, meet me at Hooters. That's a dude right there. Boom. Women are like, right? So when a man comes home from work, he's in a different frame of mind than you are because we've let off pressure all day by talking. We let the steam out. It's like a valve. But when a guy goes to work, it's like ramping up to warfare. He's got to get in a car and he's got to drive in traffic and he's got to go be in a building he doesn't want to be in. And maybe he's got some shirt on with some pendejo logo like a sprint on it or something like that. <laughs> You know, and he's got to figure out who's in power so he can kiss his ass and not to smack into the chops even though he really wants to. And how to avoid the gay guy in accounting that he secretly likes but it makes him feel weird. <laughs> and then he's got to get back in the car and drive home in traffic. When your man comes home from work, let him come through the door. Shh. <laughs> let him ramp down. Let him go in the kitchen, grab a beer, pitcher of iced tea if he's in AA. Let him go in the den, undo his tie, undo his pants, let a little breeze past the bunnies. <laughs> and then say, how was your day? Would you like to be greeted that way, sir? Would you like that? How was your day? Yeah, and then give him the news report. Let him relax. Did you understand, Claudia, what I meant when I said the bunnies? <laughs> the bunnies, the conejitos, huevos, testicles, balls, nuts. Do you understand what I'm, you know, the bunnies. Okay, because the thing is, words are powerful, and if you make something sound cute, then you're more likely to pet it. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Men like when you pet the bunnies, Claudia. Because they're very sensitive. They're not pretty, the bunnies. Let's be honest, there's nothing like that on a woman. No matter how young a man is, balls look old. <laughs> like you never get a new print, they just recycle them. Your Uncle Chuck died and left you his balls, son. Wear them in good health, these are good ones, WW2 balls. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying, Claudia, about that? They like it when you touch them.
Which brings me to number three. I don't want to be crass or ugly. You're a beautiful crowd. I'm thrilled to have you. So I'm just going to say it fast. Please pay attention. Learn to lick a wiener. Did everybody hear me? Did everybody hear me? Ron is cheering. Yes. Evidently, Ron heard me. Because it's so very important. They like it. I'm not saying you got to watch a video and become a headsmith or anything like that. I'm just saying. If your mouth is in the vicinity of the man's weenie, you look happy, the man is happy, they like it. It's true. And, and I got to tell you, I told you earlier about the interview, you can't mess around. You got to be honest. The first night I met my husband, I said, I want a committed monogamous relationship headed towards marriage and potentially a family. Are you in or what? You know? He said, yeah, okay. You know, and he's, he's cool because he's a former Navy SEAL. He's a Vietnam vet. He's been stabbed in the head. He's perfect for me. Yeah. Vietnam Monique, Vietnam Monique. Very similar. I, uh, <laughs> it's so funny, but he's learning about like my ways, you know, like my girlfriends, like chicks are different with their girls, you know? Chicks are different with their girls. We have different relationship to our friends. Like when men have friends, you just have friends. This is my bud, it's my friend. You have friends across the board. You drink, you golf, you gamble, you talk trash, you hang out with your buddies, you know? It's different. Women have friends for different purposes. We have the coworker we eat lunch with. We don't like her, we don't trust her, and we talk about her fat ass the minute we're away from her. Then we have under her, we have like the hanging out friend. She's not your best friend, but she's better than cleaning your house or, you know. Then under her, you have your looking for men friends. You only see her on Friday. She's a lot better looking than you. Yeah, you're just there for a little spill off wiener. I mean, let's face it, she's a total whore. I mean, let's face it. You take up for her when people call her out, but you know she's a big old puta. And if you don't know which one is your slut friend, then it's you. <laughs> Men like their love kinesthetic. You know what that means? No, that means they like to be touched. If you have a man in your life and you want to show him that you love him, touch him. That's how you keep it together. They want you to scratch their scalp and rub their back and touch their feet. They're babies. Are you a baby, Juan? Of course you are, but it doesn't matter that you're 13. Ron, are you a baby? Of course you are. You like to beat your wife's like, oh. And she's got that look like you don't want to be around him when he has a cold. He's like, you're a baby, aren't you? That's okay. We have to understand that, see? That's not gonna change. Women, Juan, like their love audio-visual. Do you understand that? There's different forms of love. This is what, I'm telling you important things. But you know what it is? We need to see it, we need that reassurance. We need evidence, we need to know. That's why we need a card or, or a flower. It's not about the money. I mean, the money's nice. You buy, I mean, nobody's ever gonna turn down jewelry, but that's not the point, Juan. It's because we need something when you're not home to go, oh, he loves me, like that. And more importantly, we need evidence to take to the coven and show the other witches. That's the important part. Every love letter you've ever written your woman has been passed around a table. He can't spell for shit, girl, but he loves you. That's awesome. I'm jealous, that's a beautiful poem. I, uh, I want you to understand that you're young 
and you're volatile and you're going to fight. And that doesn't change if you're 20 or 30 or 40 or 70. People fight. And I'm going to give you, when you're young, they give you that piece of advice. Pick your battles. Pick your battles. Have you ever heard that one? Pick your battles. You know what? Don't fight. Period. That's it. Because there's no fight you can ever win with someone you love. Because when you first get with somebody, it's like perfect. You know, it's like perfect, like a car, it's perfect. And then every time you fight, it's like a ding. Like you can take the dent out, you can use a touch-up paint, but it's there. It's not perfect, it's got a ding. I'm going to use a car analogy because I think Juan can get that one. <laughs> so there's no fight you can win. And I'm going to tell you how to see a fight coming so you can stop it in its nascent stage before it does any damage at all, okay? So this is, I'm going I'm to tell you what to do to stop a fight. Number one. 98% of the time when men and women fight, it is the woman who starts the fight. You two are looking at each other. The bitch is right. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because women think that they can take the hit, that we'll get over it, but who are we kidding? We get over nothing. We hold grudges against bitches in third grade, okay? Who are we kidding? Ron, have you ever done something small and consequential and your woman went nuts like in an instant on you? Has that ever happened? It's just gonna happen when you get in the car, but yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna tell you why, honey. It's not the thing you did just that moment that made her mad, because you're thinking like, I did nothing, I left the toilet seat up. It was nothing. It was a little thing. And it was go time. And then when a woman gets hot like that, they freak out because they know this is a special kind of anger, like a thermonuclear. They always look at the woman like they're seeing fire for the first time, like a caveman, they're like, huh? But the woman's waited so long and it's been festering and marinating and now she's like, nah, 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 nah. The man's like, huh? Huh? Because the man does not want to engage. Men don't like to fight unless Jose Cuervo's behind him going, go get him, go get him, go get him. And men are so cool. Men can get in a fight, pop each other, and they'll help each other up. Dog, don't make me hit you again. <laughs> Women aren't like that. So you got, <laughs> and the man's like, hmm? And then the woman will say whatever it takes to get you in the fight with her. Because she wants, she wants to have it out. She wants to have a cage match with your ass, you know? She's like, <laughs> and in the middle of the fight, the man always stops and goes like this, fine. I'm sorry. But the man is so not sorry. The man doesn't even know what he did. And the woman starts bringing up stuff he did years ago and he has to agree. Cause he can't remember what he ate for lunch yesterday. So, so the fight's like, and the man says, fine, I'm sorry. And here's the sad part. When the man says, fine, I'm sorry, that's man speak for, if I give in, can this be done? He has really good intentions. If I throw in the white towel, will you shut your butt? Please. Because that's what the man wants. The man wants to turn on his heel and walk away. I said, I'm sorry. And when the man turns and walks away, the man thinks the fight is over. <laughs> silly, silly man. Oh, no. But ladies, this is the part that's geared towards you. Please, Claudia. I'm begging you, okay? Don't learn the hard way. When a man says, ding, ding, fight's over, can we hump? Now I know you don't want to because you're sad. You're like, your feelings are hurt. It's gonna take you a while to come down from the fight. And Juan's gonna come up behind you with a steel blue boner a cat can't scratch. And he's gonna be like poking you in the back. I said, I'm sorry, honey, come on. 
And you were like, I don't believe you. So insensitive, I'm still mad. Maybe later, look, I'm crying. Leave me alone, asshole. And what you don't realize is Juan is different than you because he's a man. He doesn't do the math between tears and no sex drive. He doesn't do that math because they're not wired like us, see? Guys, you have to understand that for a woman, sex is emotional. You think we withhold sex after a fight to spite you, to force you to apologize for real, to show you the error of your weenie ways. No, these are just delicious byproducts. The reason why women cannot have sex after a fight is because if you hurt our feelings, you hurt our jiny. They are connected. When a woman pouts, she pouts with both lips. Absolutely, and you need to know that. So you know what you're up against, but ladies, get over it faster because they're not like us. The brain, the pee-pee, not connected. <laughs> A guy can be depressed and sporting full wood. He can be sad, doesn't matter. I believe a guy can be crying and jacking off at the same time. <laughs> I think he can be in the den channel surfing, catch a piece of Brian's song and go, oh my God, he's dying. <laughs> but he won the Heisman. <laughs> Because that's guys, they're different. So I'm telling you ladies, get over it. Because if you don't get over the fight, you'll go from having like hot monkey sex, all doggy style, to having what I call roadkill sex. <laughs> because you'll be like, like a possum. Have you ever seen a possum, Claudia, on the side of the road playing dead? <laughs> just laying there and the man comes in, and he's poking and sniffing and you're like. You're trying to get your eyelids to twitch so he'll think you're in REM sleep and it's out of the question. <laughs> She's pretty newly married, but I gotta tell you, your wife's got a little bit of the roadkill face going. She's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. Thank you and good night. Texas, or as I like to say, Laredo, Texas. Please make her welcome, Miss Sandra Valls. When I actually said, I just really want to move to LA for comedy, my dad actually said to me, actually said to me, why don't you move here, look at your cousin, she works at the bank. She can get you a really good job <laughs> at the bank. Um, I was born in Nebraska because my dad is like farmers from there. Then we moved to uh, Nuevo Laredo, Mexico because my mom is from Mexico. My house was right behind a whole block of houses that used to be used as like prostitution houses. <laughs> Not that I'm, you know, a lady of the night. Come on. Well, you know, when times get tough. My mother would call me every week and ask me if I have a boyfriend. And she goes, y los novios, and I go, what are you really trying to ask me? Well, no, if you have somebody special, I go, well, I do. I was like, it's not a boy. What are you saying to me, I'm all, that I like girls? And then she's like, I can't talk on the phone. And he's like, you know, your cousin, again, my cousin, <laughs> your other cousin's getting married. I'm all, mm-hmm. Are you ever gonna get married? He just skipped the boyfriend. I knew it. He goes, it's that girl, Sandy. You still wanna spend more time with her than your boyfriend, Juan. I did have one boyfriend. And he had to be named Juan, <laughs> of all things. I had a dream, I totally had a dream, and this is a true story, but I'm going to the ladies' room, true story, to go pee, and I go, and I have this 
humongous penis. I gotta do something with it. Like, I have it. And I woke up laughing because I'm thinking, I gotta put it somewhere. I think it's That's awesome. That's how we feel. We have to put it right? somewhere. Right? I could have been a banker. <laughs> and been, Look at your cousin. Look at my cousin. But I love, I've always just loved having fun and I collect toys. I love toys. I love action figures. Football is gay. So is this how your ideas come to you? Normally I put a picture of something. Ooh. Nice <laughs> bullseye. And uh, Playboy edits over there, but my office is over here. Playboy edit? Yeah, over there. Really? So unfortunately, I, dude, like, I'm over here. And I'm going to go over here. Is so it? producer by day. Right. Comedian by night. Is there anything that you cannot do? No, the answer is no. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Latin diva of comedy, Miss Sandra Valls. What's on your shirt? I like that. Um, these are uh, boxers. I like them. Want to feel it? Yes, I do. Give it up for Alex Raimondo! The original Latin king of comedy. Right there. And of course, one of the bigger divas from all of us, actually. I mean, look at his hair. It's a tochulo with his hair on. He's the first man that has nicer hair than I do. No te enojes, no te enojes, te quiero, te quiero. Look at that guy over there. Oh my God, the white girl just spit out the Spanish. Dude, I know. He's like, I thought it was Latin divas. I know, I am Latina. Where are the pale Latinos in the house? I feel like super Mexican, man. Not just a regular Mexican, like mega Mexican. Like my dad's all Pancho Villa. kind of Mexican. People must have said to me, you know, it's really hard growing up pale and Mexican. Yeah, it was hard. I think it was even harder growing up pale, Mexican, and gay. I mean, that was gay, pale. What do you mean, oh, sir? Oh, Vámonos, vámonos, set the diablo, vámonos. Let's go, the lesbians on stage, come on. What's the matter? You didn't know I was lesbian? Okay, I, I gotta give it to you. I'll excuse you. I'm wearing my fuck me shoes. <laughs> the straight girl fuck me shoes <laughs> threw you off a little. Because you can always tell a lesbian by her shoes. You know, the straight girls wear fuck me shoes. Lesbos, fuck you shoes. <laughs> right. But tonight, sir, I understand. Look at him holding his wife a little closer. What? <laughs> hey, 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 don't let it fool you. She gave me a little sign. She went like this. <laughs> don't be telling me I'm cracking my knuckles. Who cracks their knuckles like that? <laughs> Bullshit. Are you probably one of those guys that's like, hey, I don't care if she goes out with a girl. Uh-uh-uh-uh. You know what bisexual means? Bye-bye. <laughs> Any lesbos in the house? <laughs> Woo, over there. One man over here. <laughs> I should have known you kind of look like one of us with your little mullet and man tits. I got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're hot. What are you, gay, straight? Look, I'm looking at you with your big tatas there. <laughs> I'm looking right at you, baby. No, it's not wrong. If you didn't want me to look, you wouldn't be wearing that shirt. Yes or no, guys? Yes or no, guys? Yes or no, right? Come on! Those are the 
the most beautiful tits I've ever seen. Come on, let, let, tell me, gay, straight, bi, not sure. You're not sure. What is with the bisexual thing, you know, with the whole, like, the MySpace, I mean, the whole not sure? Who's got MySpace? They have gay, straight, bi, not sure. <laughs> See me after the show, I'll make you sure. <laughs> not sure, okay, la chingada, not sure. Come on. Sir, don't look at me weird. How do you not know? My parents, they were signs. Everyone has kids, they were kids. There are signs growing up that your kids give out. For the love of God, I used to walk around the house pretending to be the Fonz. <laughs> you know those Flintstone vitamins? My brother and sister would kill for Dino. I wanted to eat Wilma. What? <laughs> Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island, okay, with the little short shorts and the little top. I would have traded all my G.I. Joes for just one taste of that coconut cream pie. <laughs> my very Mexican family be around the dinner table and just come out and just blurt out all, mommy, papi, guess what? Uh, I eat pussy, pass the salt. <laughs> my mother probably wouldn't even know what that was, pussy. <laughs> well, so I made tacos. <laughs> tu esta loca, tu quieres pussy, go get takeout. I came out to her first, pero que que? Oh my God, que mortificacion, Dios mio! Oh, freaking out, all that gross thing. <coughs> Lighting candles to all the saints. <laughs> my dad, I come out to my dad, mija, ven. Why you like girls? <laughs> Papi, why do you? I love the straight guy's reaction because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking one of two things. Hey, hey want to watch football? You're a tough guy. Because you, you, you're fine with gay women, but not fine with gay men. And let me tell you, you watch football. Football is the gayest sport in the planet. Okay? First of all, a bunch of men run around in these tight, shiny pants, prancing around. At one point, some guy reaches deep between someone's butt <laughs> to grab a ball. They run around again. Then they end up in a massive sweaty mound of man flesh or something. <laughs> then when it's all said and done, they take off all their clothes and go take a shower together. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> either that, either that, or straight men are like, hey, 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 two girls, can I watch? Can I now, you know, <laughs> that was a girl clapping. Forget <laughs> you over there, I'm liking this one. <laughs> You're gonna do more than watch, Mama, none of this. Because am I right? Can I watch? Guys, stop asking me if you can watch. Of course you can watch. Pull up a chair, get a little notepad, take a little notes. You may learn a thing or two, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Oh, 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 don't owe me. I hear it from the ladies. Ladies, do they need help? A little help around the... Mm -mm. Here's what I say. I say, move over, Dr. Phil. Step back, Oprah. Here comes Butch Talk. 
We should have a show like, hey, hello, everybody, and welcome to Butch Talk. Today, we're going to learn in the show how to really make it so she won't have to fake it. We're going to learn how to get the big O instead of the big no. Gentlemen, pay attention. The love handles are never, and I repeat, never to be twisted, turned, or tugged. Number two, gentlemen, pay attention. The breasts are not stress balls. <laughs> Don't do that. They're not knobs either. <laughs> and number three, gentlemen, more importantly, I just want to know what in the hell do you think you're doing? What the hell is this stuff? reaching for change or something. <laughs> it's a pussy, not a payphone. What the hell is it? It's a, what the <laughs> if you must do the two-finger insert, gentlemen, you turn it the hell around. <laughs> And then you do a come here motion. Come here, come here, come here. She'll come here. Fuck. I don't have, I'm not anti-penis, okay? I'm not anti-penis. I have five in my drawer. But those things are all over the place, you know? They're too tight, they're too loose, the thing flops around. On, like strap on, strap on. <laughs> I heard in the news though, sad story, there's a cure for gay. She don't know. Man, <laughs> you are the biggest dyke I've ever met. She's your wife, I don't give a fuck. She's flirting with me, dude. There's a cure for gay. Uh, but if there's a cure, it's probably a sickness, right? And if it's a sickness, then I deserve sick time. <laughs> I'm gonna call in tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah, I can't come into work today. I'm calling in gay. <clears throat> I don't know what happened when I went to bed last night. I was straight, then I met this girl in the audience. She made me gay. Understand the whole thing about gay marriage. It's like, you know what? Let us get married for the love of Christ. You know, it's like, it's just my rights. All I'm saying is, if I don't have all those rights, I mean, why should I pay all my taxes? You know what I mean? You can clap, you can clap. I'm just, just my thought. Just a thought, you know? And the gays in the military, I'm going, okay, okay. Gays in the military, this whole thing, don't ask, don't tell. Kind of stupid. Because some people, you don't have to ask. You can just tell. <laughs> and I'm sorry, we're, gonna, we're going about this war the wrong way. I think they should send in angry lesbians on their period to Iraq. <laughs> We'd be done with that shit in a week. <laughs> then send in the fags to redesign the place. <laughs> then 
send in the Mexicans to rebuild the whole fucking thing. Welcome to the stage, my favorite diva on the whole wide world, from Denver, Colorado, Miss Marilyn Martinez. They had this show that I loved, of course, the Jackie Gleason show. And um, they had the June Taylor dancers on there. And I used to get up and I used to try to dance like them and do their moves. And so my dad decided that he'd get me uh, tap dancing lessons. And my favorite part was we used to get to have gigs on TV every once in a while, you know? And I used to get to go to the Sheriff Scotty TV show. The kids would go on there, and it, they would get to go on there because it was their birthday. And then afterwards, I'd get to eat cake. That's really, I think that was the incentive. But you know what? My mother and father were, went through so much prejudice there in that little, in that Colorado, in that little town of Loveland. It was pretty bad. So... She would say that, we're, we're Spanish. And I would look in the mirror and I'd go, why do I see a little Indian standing there? <laughs> no, my mother never wanted me to do comedy. She had cut out this article where Emmett Kelly died. You know, the clown Emmett Kelly? Mm -hmm. And she cut out this article and, and, and she says, now why in the hell do you want to do something like that? Wow. And in the article, he, he said, you know, uh, dying is easy, comedy is hard. <laughs> But I would just like drive by here and think, oh, someday maybe I'll be able to get on stage there. And the people that are here are like people that are rejected other places sometimes or... So you really don't care what people think? No, I don't care what people think, you know? I really don't. I really don't care. It's just jokes. You, you know, when you're on stage, that's it. That's when everything is, and then you're finally going, okay, this is what I waited around all day for. Back here? Yeah, oh yeah. Fights happen here. A lot of things happen, good here, bad here. Well, a lot of artistic inspiration oh, yeah. goes on. That's what happens. And there, oh, and there's my picture. That was a phase I was going through where I just wanted to be called Marilyn. But it's a big thing to have your picture here in these halls, oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. And how do you get your name on the wall? Well, baby? they paint them. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they make you come down here and... There you so you go. know what, imagine that when you told your mom you were going to move to Los Angeles to do comedy. Right. And there you go, baby. There you go. We should be proud of yourself. I am, Alex. I am. I'm proud of you, baby. And I'm proud to present Latin diva, Miss Marilyn Martinez. He's a good-looking piece of ass, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Fuck Jenny Craig. That bitch can kiss all four of my asses. You know what I mean? So tired of hearing that shit. Lose all the way you want, wipe Christmas. Fuck you. You're sitting there thinking, oh, we're gonna have ham? And we're gonna have tamales? 
oh no, 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 I'm on a diet. Fuck that, no. I need to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds, that's like me taking a good shit. You know what I mean? It starts at Halloween. That's the cycle. It starts at Halloween. You get the little bags of candy, two for five dollars at the grocery store. Start pounding them. I don't give a shit. Does it look like I give a shit? No. I could care less. I'm a big fat bitch and I don't care. You know what I mean? This is a good time, baby. This is a good time. This is Chicago pizza, this is ribs in Texas, this is fun. This isn't just some tortilla with sugar and butter on it. Well, it is, but I mean, you know. You know what I mean? Oh, poor thing, she probably had a lot of kids. Or maybe she has a thyroid problem, no. This is eating and drinking like a fucking pig, that's what this is. You know, this isn't any of that. I mean, I tried diets, it just does, I don't like them. You get grouchy, you're, you're uh, you know, it's not a good thing. I went to that fucking Weight Watchers and Jenny Craig and that Weight Watchers. They count the points, you know. They give you so many points. The fatter you are, the more points you get. You know what, one breakfast, and that's your points for the whole week. You know what I mean? When I have a breakfast, I want the huevos rancheros. I want bacon. I want pancakes. I want a couple Bloody Marys. You know what I mean? You want potatoes, of course, potatoes. That's it, that's it for the whole thing. But I tried, I went to the Weight Watchers, I went to the meeting. I'd sit there, you know, starving. Because you go in there and you have to weigh first, you know what I mean? So you're there, you don't eat. So you don't eat before you go. So you get there and you're like, I'm so hungry looking at these skinny bitches in there, you know? <laughs> and very innocently I asked him, I said, you know what, I just want to ask you a question about the points. Because I don't want to waste my points. <laughs> you know, they give you so many points, you don't want to waste it on something that, you know, you're going to regret or that isn't good, right? So I said, how many points are on a good hot load of cum? <laughs> oh, you should have seen him. They lost their minds, these little women. You know, they're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. What, that isn't the way we conduct our meetings here at the Weight Watchers. You know, but I wanted to know. Cause you know what, we've been there, haven't we girls? You know you have. Every once in a while, <laughs> And all of a sudden, <laughs> Not that you want to, but it happens. And then what are you gonna go, oh shit. How many points was that? I would be so mad if that was like 10 points. And I could have had a Snickers. I'm gonna be so mad. So thankfully there was a gay guy sitting in the back, you know? 
And he raised his hand. He goes, it all depends. <laughs> it all depends if he's an older guy or a younger guy, if he's a meat eater or vegetarian. <laughs> so it's the old vegetarian is the one that doesn't shoot as many points. So, you know. But I like a young chorizo eating, you know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody's looking at me like, you, you know, that's not normal. <laughs> that's just terrible that you would say that. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> I don't mean to offend anybody, I really don't. I'm not here to offend, but if I do offend you, fuck you. <laughs> I had a good time here in San Bernardino. I got loaded last night, so drunk. Don't get excited, I get drunk wherever I am. But I had a particularly good time last night. I woke up this morning with some taquitos under my tit. Five o'clock in the morning, there I was, you know. Oh my goodness, what's that? And they were still crispy too, like, I don't know. Like an oven under here, baby. <laughs> it's all about memories. And I'll take that home with me. You know what I mean? You know you have your memories. Like tonight, make a memory. I don't just don't leave here and just go home. Do something crazy. You know, like you couples, like you, you know, all the couples here. You know, sir, you finger her on the way home tonight. <laughs> together. Who's a couple? You two right there with your, you. Yeah, they, they freaked out. Oh, hell no, that's my sister. <laughs> you fat bitch, that's not nice. <laughs> but the couples reach over and just... <laughs> so you do that. You finger her on the way home. And then when you go to work on Monday, take out your little camera phone and take a picture of yourself like this. And that'll be the memory. You'll call your friend, you go, some little fat woman told him to play with my cooch on the way home. And he did, and oh my God. But you know, that's a memory. Make one tonight. Like, you know, I never get to sit on anybody's face. I never do. get that call. Hey, Marilyn. We're over here at the King Taco. <laughs> Thinking about that time you ate two dozen lengua tacos. Remember that? Maybe come over and sit on my face for half an hour. <laughs> I never get that call. And it pisses me off because you fuckers brag all the time. Oh, I'm benching 200. I'm benching 250. Well, bench me, motherfucker. <laughs> So you know, you, yeah, I'm not gonna point at you anymore. <laughs> but you, you sit on his face, you sit on his, you sit on his, you sit on his, you know. Get up there and put on some old school Santana or something. Oye, como va? 
eat a churro or something while you're doing it and going, oh yeah, you know what I mean? Think of the little fat girl that couldn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know what? Nobody ever picks me up either. No, I want that though. You know when you see the little skinny bitches, you know, watch TV, the soap operas, they run in and pick them up and throw them up against the wall. And, oh, baby, you know, they're putting their legs around him and shit. Nobody ever picks me up. I want to fucking be picked up. Some of you guys are looking at me like you're scared of me. You're not my type. Because you know why you look like you have your shit together, most of you guys that are sitting here? You do, huh? You have cars and stuff, huh? <laughs> have insurance, don't you? <laughs> Fuck that if you have insurance. You really think you're hot shit with the insurance. I don't like that. I like a loser. I like a guy you call up and you say, you know, uh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm smoking weed. Oh, yeah? What else? Oh, my friends came over, and we're going to smoke some more weed. <laughs> going to get a couple 12-packs and smoke some more weed. <laughs> I'd come and get you, but you know, I got that DUI. <laughs> and if I try to put you on the bicycle, <laughs> I'm afraid you might put it on the flat, you know. but that's my kind of guy. Because you don't give a shit. You come home, you know we're walking around in our nightgown with our chichis out. No makeup, all, you know, hair all, you know. You don't care. You're not gonna go, hey, you know, you should clean yourself up. I worked hard all day. No, fuck that. <laughs> you wake him up in the middle of the night, hey, you wanna go get donuts? Yeah, I'll go. It's not like I gotta get up and go to work or anything tomorrow, huh? <laughs> no, that's my kind of guy, man. And then they're cool, too, you know? You guys with your jobs, you have an attitude. You get grouchy and shit. You know who you are, too, you know. And we know all your, your, your friends at work, the people you hate. We know who they are. Oh, how was the son of a bitch today? Oh, that's, he was really, you should have seen. I'm sick of that place. I should quit is what I should do. You know, I should quit and just leave him hanging. They've been playing fuck fuck with me. If it wasn't for me, that place would just fall apart. Well, you want me to blow you or something? Hell no, hell no, I'm too stressed out. But a loser, oh yeah, any time, you know? And they're even creative. Hey, hey, listen. Let me put my dick on the dinner plate. <laughs> Let me put my dick on the dinner plate and put some garnish around it. Some rice and some beans and hell, I don't know. Some carrots, something, you know, make it cool. And then we'll take a picture of it. Then we'll scan it and shit. I'll put it on some t-shirts. I'll go down the corner and sell the son of a bitches. <laughs> That's the kind of energy I like. Oh, yeah. So I've been going to the Home Depot lately. 
No, because I want to be picked up. <laughs> so I've been going to the Home Depot and picking up these little Mexicans, you know, the ones that stand outside there? Day workers, because I'm Mexican, so I like Mexicans, you know? I go down there, and I, and I especially like the real dusty ones. <laughs> you know, the ones that look like they just crawled under the fence? Those are my favorite, you know? I go, and I go, get in the car, goddammit. Andale, andale, come on. Trabejara, big job, big heavy job. I take them home, I soak them in the tub for a couple hours. Throw them a couple of jack-in-the-box tacos. They really like that because they think that's American food, you know what I mean? But I don't know what it is. I like for them to get out and I like for them to, to put on my big panties. You know, the panties go all the way up here on them, you know? And then I put on that Banda music, you know, and then I sit there and I suck on hard candies and I throw it at him. I know, just, to, just for the hell of it, just to do it, you know? And then they try so hard to pick me up, you should see. Give it the old Mexican college try. You should see him, you know? And they touch me in the right places. You know, it's like, híjole, ay. Ay, okay, okay, wey, híjole. Ay, okay, chichona, ay. Perfect. They only get me about that far off the ground, though, you know? You know, I used to do phone sex. I know, you're going, really, really? Yeah, I did. You've seen those ads, those girls on the cable late at night. Hi. Call me. It's only $29.99 a minute. Call me. So you'd get all horny and you'd call me. And you'd get me. And I'd be looking sexy, okay? I'd have my Lane Bryant nightgown on. Okay, Lane Giant, okay, Lane Giant. I'd have a couple cats on the bed. One of those big sodas, like a big gulp, you know? Big burrito on there, one of those hot ones. Guy would call up, hello? Who's this? Hi. I'm Amber. Oh. Uh -huh. You sound pretty good, what do you look like? Well, I'm about five foot six. I have strawberry blonde hair. I have green eyes. I weigh like about 110 pounds. Of course, that's my right tit. Oh, <laughs> uh -huh. you sound hot. Are you hot? Oh, yeah. I'm really hot. It's because I took a bite of the burrito. That chili kicked in, you know? Oh, wow, Amber. I'm getting horny. Are you getting wet? Oh, yeah. 
My pussy is so wet. <laughs> it's because I spilled the big gulp on one of the cats. <laughs> and I'm rubbing it too. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to get it on. Are you juicy? Are you ready? Oh, yeah, baby, listen. <laughs> See, you guys will go home and call each other up. And I don't want any of you going home and jacking off and thinking about me tomorrow either, okay? <laughs> Sometimes they'd want me to be Asian. And then I'd be Miko. Hi, I'm Miko. I'm about four foot nine inches tall. I weigh about 80 pounds. I don't have very big breasts, but I have big nipple. If you like sushi, you're gonna love a Miko. Miko love to sucky fucky. And I love you guys too, thank you very much, thank you. Marilyn Martinez. Did you have a good time? Give it up again for the Latin divas of comedy. Come on, make some noise for us. Dance with us. Bring them back. Adamic, give it up for Adamic. Get some Guerrero. Jenny Craig. <laughs> that bitch can kiss all four of my asses. You know what I mean? I need to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds, that's like me taking a good shit. You know what I mean? 